What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. Yours truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. Hey, what's up? This is Brandy. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you making? This is Cafe Mocha. Long before Mike Hill was Cynthia Bailey's boo making appearances on Real Housewives, he was a sportscaster. He details his troubled past in his new book, Open Mike. He's here to talk all about it. Cafe Mocha begins now. Catch our flow? This is Cafe Mocha Radio. Radio from a woman's perspective. It's Cafe Mocha. I'm Lonnie Love. I'm Yo-Yo. I'm Angelique and Lonnie, welcome to the new TV season and you got a new co-host and I am so excited. I know everyone is so excited. Um, Our new um, co-host this season will be Garcelle Beauvais from The Real Housewives. Y'all know her as Fancy. You did not um, say from The Real Housewives. (laughs) She has not worked her entire career for the first she has been a hit. She is the first black housewives on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. And and she has basically made history, but she's also making history as, you know, our new co-host on The Real. And I'm going to tell you ladies, Garcelle gives it a new type of flavor. I'm excited for this season. We will be virtually at home because of COVID. You know, it's just a new day and and the view is coming back. They're coming back September 8th. And um, then we have the talk that's coming back. And then we have new shows like Drew Barrymore that's also coming back. So um, it's it's just going to be an exciting season for daytime talk. I'm excited about Garcelle because she is a mature woman who has been not only in Hollywood, but also, you know, a mother, a wife, uh, you know, she's seasoned. And I love, I'm so very interested in what she's going to bring, the dynamic that she's going to bring to the table. Well, that's what we were looking for. We were looking for a mother. We were looking for someone that was, you know, mature. I know some people feel like, well, we should have like a younger voice. It's just, we're, we're just going to be excited just to have her. And she's excited. And I just want, you know, we, we're all meshing very, very well. So it's going to be a, a new day. And especially in this type of election, we need to have as many diverse voices as we can in daytime talk. And Garcelle is going to be one of them. What do you think of Drew Barrymore getting her talk show? Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving right along. Okay. Cafe Mocha begins now. <laughs> I don't want no. Don't you go anywhere. There's more mocha on the way. This is Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique, Lonnie, Love, Yo-Yo. On the line is Mike Hill of Fox Sports 1. His new book is called Open Mike. And Mike, we do have to talk about sports because I don't know about you, but when I got the Mm. breaking news alert, that LeBron and the Bucks and everybody, they were canceling games and talking about canceling, um, you know, their playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah. Was this a surprise to you that, that they stepped up like that? 
No, not not necessarily the NBA. It was a surprise that other uh, sports leagues joined in. When you see hockey doing, when you see you know baseball especially doing, which is you know about as American as apple pie uh, and everything else that goes along with it. When you see those teams uh, from other sports starting to to step out and basically say they're willing to you know boycott games or even cancel the season, it, it means a lot. And that's the type of unity that is needed in the world of sports in order to uh, evoke the type of change that uh, these athletes and black people around this country are looking for. Uh, I'm proud. I've never been more proud of a group of athletes in my life. Uh, I would have to go back to, and I wasn't even born in 1968 when John Carlos and Tommy Smith did it in the 68 Olympics and whatnot. Muhammad Ali, obviously, Colin Kaepernick, all the, the guys that have done that. But to do it on a collective basis and to put the pressure on the owners, which is the most important thing and what people need to realize is that the athletes have power, but by taking the games away, they take the money away as well, the revenue, and they put the attention, and now the onus is on the owners to basically do their part because they are the ones who have the real political clout in these states and these cities and whatnot to bring about the legislation and the legislature change that we need in this country in order to, to, to uh, eradicate the racism that we have right now. And there, um, uh, reportedly, uh, President Obama, uh, did you hear this, Mike, worked with the NBA so that the owners are opening up the arenas for polling places um, yep. in November? Yep. Well, you can always check out Mike Hill on Fox Sports 1, also his nightly talk show on Fox Soul TV, and check out and get his new book, Open Mike. This part of the show is being brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. We got the hit makers, trailblazers, tastemakers, and game changers. That's how we roll. This is Cafe Mocha Radio. It's Cafe Mocha. Joining us as a regular to the show, he's a sportscaster for Fox Sports 1. He hosts a nightly talk show. Welcome to the show, Mike Hill. How are you? What's up, ladies? How y'all doing tonight? Oh. Oh, man, Mike, we love talking to you because, you know what, you're like the full package. Cynthia Bailey is such a lucky woman. And she paid me to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I was just about to say I always did the other way around, so it's good to have somebody, a friend, thank you, to finally have my back. I appreciate that. (laughs) Your new book is What's Happening. Tell us about it. Uh, yeah, the new book is Open Mic. It actually came out on my birthday, August 19th. It's uh, it's my memoir talking about my life and uh, a lot of the things I had to go through in my life. A lot of people see me on ESPN and Fox and Fox Soul and, and my public entertainment life being with Cynthia, but they didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. I was portraying this person who was living this great life and, you know, like a lot of people do on Instagram, being so happy with my professional life. But there was a lot of things that was building up inside of me that I didn't even realize was there until I started writing this book and it became my therapy. Things like just witnessing domestic violence as a child, uh, seeing the things that my mom had to go through, my father, my stepfather, find out his secret later on in his life that caused him to spend the last nine years of his uh, uh, life in jail for murder for hire. Um, you know, things wait, wait, my, my wait, 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 wait. Your stepfather was a hitman? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I found that out later on. And, you know, when you read the book, you'll actually see how he revealed it to me. It was something that my my mom didn't even know. I mean, it was like, you never know who you're living with. And, you know, obviously I I did my follow-up and did my research to find out, you know, 
what was you know true and what wasn't or whatnot. But he revealed this to me at a really low place in his life, and it's kind of interesting because in the book I'm talking about my mental demons and the things I had to go through and all the mental therapy I needed in my life because of the trauma and the way I was raised. But after reading and walk and and, and and writing the book myself, I realized that this was a black man who also needed mental therapy that he never got. And if he would have gotten it a long time ago, early in his life, maybe he could have been a changed man. But unfortunately for him, just like a lot of black men in this in this uh, in our lifetime and our culture, you know, we just go about you know thinking we can man up and just take everything in because that's just how life is, and really it shouldn't be that way. So. I'm advocating and throwing it out there and putting my pain out there on display for people so that if my pain, uh, if I can reveal and be transparent about my pain and the things I went through and the things I put other people through, if that can expose uh, a, a little bit of themselves and themselves, uh, expose a little bit of the pain in themselves, then and they can go get the help that they need early on, then that's what I'm doing. And that's what my goal is with Open Mic. We're talking to Mike Hill. The new book is called Open Mic. We've got more coming up. We salute you. Let your girls know. It's Cafe Mocha Radio. Coming up in the Espresso, tons of people in Georgia who had registered to vote were kicked out of the system. It's happening all over the country. So make sure you go to whenweallvote.org to find out what your status is, order a mail-in ballot, find out when, where, and how to vote. It's Cafe Mocha on the line talking to Mike Hill from Fox Sports and Fox Sports One. And, you know, he has his new book out called Open Mike. Yo, yo. You know, Mike, I wanted to ask you, what made you decide to live your truth out loud? 2014, somebody told me I needed to write a book because they had heard about my past. And I'm like, I'm not a celebrity. Nobody's going to, you know, look at my book, read my book. I still don't feel that way that I'm a celebrity or anything like that. But in 2017, I actually had to write this book after putting it down for three years and actually writing like a couple of pages in 2017. Like I said, I was living a life where on the outside, if you saw me and Lana, you've been around me a lot, you know, lately, you know, around that time, I was happy. It just seemed like I was happy. My, my job was great. Uh, my personal life was great. Everything was go- doing well for me. But uh, I would find myself just crying for no reason at all. And I'm not a crying guy at all. I was always holding my emotions. I was wondering what's going on. I'm not depressed, but what's happening? And there was a voice that said, you need to write this book. And once I started writing, I could not stop because a lot of the things that I had suppressed for so many years, a lot of the pains and the traumas and the things that I had gone through in my life that I look back on and see how it affected my life and how it affected other people in my life, it became my therapy. So the more I started writing, the more I couldn't stop writing. And I had to write this book. Well, you spoke candidly about being touched inappropriately at the age of nine or 10 by a woman. Um, How did that affect your view of women growing up? The lesson that I got from my stepfather at the time after he knew that somebody was touching me um, in that way or grabbed me in that way. And this was right after, you know, a a man was doing it, to be honest with you, and how I reacted and all that type of stuff. It had a huge effect on me in the way I viewed how I should approach or when women approach me, how I should react. And you'll read in the book how it affected me. And it just stuck with me because I thought that was what a man is supposed to do. 
And obviously it wasn't the right way uh, And it hurt me In a lot of ways Especially in relationships And uh, caused me to be the, the, the man Who went about and did a lot of infidelity And I'm not trying to put it all on that one incident Obviously along the way I made a lot of mistakes And uh, you know you start to know what's right What's wrong But you know, once you start a fire And it, starts, it becomes a blaze It's kind of hard to put out well, you've been married twice, and you admit to being a cheater. We had to talk about yeah. that on the real. But, no, you know, exactly. the thing is, I wanted to, 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 to make sure that when they were talking about it, that they understood your relationship with Cynthia. And how is it yeah. different from your past relationships? It was timing. Uh, Cynthia actually came along. She wrote the foreword, and she'll tell you, even in the foreword, she'll tell you that, you know, we wouldn't be together if it wasn't for this book. I can feel comfortable now knowing that I have a queen that's by my side and, and I'm, I'm by her side and we're walking in this together. So if I mess it up this time, I'm just a fool. But, you know, people have been fools before, but I don't plan on doing that at all. We just love you, Mike. Thanks for spending some time with us on Thank Happy Mocha. Love you guys. Thank you, ladies. Appreciate it as always. We got the hit makers, trailblazers, tastemakers, and game changers. That's how we roll. This is Cafe Mocha Radio. Uh, this is Cafe Mocha. I'm Angelique. I'm Yo-Yo. I'm Lonnie Love. On the line, we have Latasha Brown. She's co-founder of Black Voters Matter, the Black Voters Matter Fund. Latasha, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. Let me ask you, uh, what does the Black Voters Matter Fund do? Absolutely. The first thing I want people to know is, well, one, we got to make sure that people are registered to vote. <laughs> and sometimes in many states, when people are, have become inactive, we don't agree with this policy, but it's a fact. It is in many states, when people have not voted in their last two election cycles, sometimes they're dropped from the voting rolls. And so what we want people to do is please go to our website, go to Black Voters Matter Fund, F-U-N-D dot org slash B-O-T-E or vote.org. Go to the website and check your status to make sure that you are in fact up to date and that you are registered. Secondly, is we want people to know that this is really, because all that is going on right now, we can't take any chances. So we have to vote early. Um, early voting starts as as soon as September the 18th, um, when National Black Voter Day starts, that in several states in the country, there is people will be able to vote early. Third is we also want people to know that you don't have to make it. It's a false choice to say that I've got to go subject myself to either being getting, getting sick to COVID-19 because it's been devastating our community or vote. No, what we're going to do is we're going to vote and raise our voice, but we're also going to be safe. Every Thursday, we're going to be having training where folks can call in virtually and learn how you can vote absentee and mail-in voting in various states. And we'll have people that can answer questions around that as well. The fourth thing is this is the moment that this is not the long with. Right now, you've got to get with your crew. And what does that mean? That means that you have to have a political, find a political home. It can be the local NAACP. It can be Black Voters Matter. It can be the Voters League. It can be your church civic group, which leads to the fifth thing, which I kind of briefly mentioned. 
is that we're calling it the Five Friends Pledge. This is the moment that everybody in your house, everybody in my house, including the cat and the dog, got to either find somebody to vote or vote. Voting isn't just about participation. Voting is about power. And so we literally have to vote so that we can actually make sure that we're reducing the harm in our community and at least putting people in office that are not um, uh, uh, openly racist and openly uh, white supremacists and giving them and voting them. Well, Latasha, we really appreciate all the work that you're doing with Black Voter Matters Fund. Thank you so much. Give us the information one more time for people to either contribute or find out more about it. You can always go to our website, Black Voters Matter Fund, F-U-N-D dot O-R-G and go to vote.org to find out what your status is. But please reach out to us and everybody has a cell phone so you can also text we matter to 797979. Thank you so much, Latasha. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. Stay safe. You're the single best part of my day. Like more Cafe Mocha? More of the flavor you love in just minutes. Keep it right here. Cafe Mocha. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is The Espresso. I'm Angelique. You may have registered to vote, but are you still registered? Check out what happened in Georgia. The American Civil Liberties Union of Georgia released a report by the Palace Investigative Fund. The report concluded that the state has incorrectly removed nearly 200,000 Georgia citizens from the voter rolls in 2019. The state's removals are likely to affect the most vulnerable. Go to whenweallvote.org, get all the information you need for voting day. And in the new horror movie Antebellum, Janelle Monet wakes up one morning in the Antebellum South, enslaved. I think this film will further the conversation around uh, systemic racism, around white supremacy, and around racist policy. Antebellum is not in movie theaters. It'll start streaming next Friday. Theaters may be open, but experts still say avoid crowds and closed spaces. Wait. I'll just let Dr. Fauci say it. Masks, physical distance, avoiding crowds, making sure you do most things outdoors versus indoors. Those are the kind of things that turn around surges and also prevent us from getting surges. That's the espresso. We salute you. Let your girls know. It's Cafe Mocha Radio. Hi, I'm Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversation. The Cafe Mocha Swag Award is a celebration of black men who are making a difference in our community by empowering others to reach their life goals. From civic leaders, businessmen, activists, celebrities, and everyday dads, the Cafe Mocha Swag Award winner this week is Reginald Hutland. He is the director of House Party, Boomerang, producer of Django Unchained, the 88 Oscars broadcast, the NAACP Image Award, Showtime at the Apollo, the Black Panther comic book, and the Black Godfather. I'm really grateful that the movie is having the impact that it is. What I'm so grateful for is the response of the public. I've got people who said, I mm-hmm. get something different out of it every time. Some people hit me and go, you know what, I need to be a little more generous than I'm being with people who are coming up behind me. It's transforming people. The Cafe Mocha Swag Award represents men who have strength, whose wisdom is assertive, and who is genuine in their spirit. We're wrapping up the show. A lot of people do not want us out voting, uh, and they're doing everything they can to try to stop us. Make sure you go to whenweallvote.org. 
even if you've already registered. Just check it out. Make sure you're still registered. Find out how to get a mail-in ballot. And most importantly, once you do all that, tell your friend and make sure your friend tells their friend. Until next time, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.